Church, say amen. Call up. Call up to meet him. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We praise you. We exalt you for the lordship of Jesus Christ. For it is by him that we live, move, and have our being. And God, we confess that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. Move by your spirit, through your word. Heal our crippledness. Heal our sinfulness. Heal our defiant spirits. Order our every step and grant us your wisdom. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name, amen. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Hallelujah. I want to thank. Let's give our choir a hand clap. Hallelujah. Caught up. Caught up. Hallelujah. The rapture might take place tonight. Hallelujah. It is imminent. There is nothing preventing it. And we have to be ready for it. Amen? Amen. We greet you in the precious, miraculous, exalted name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And truly God is an awesome God. I want to applaud our women on a great breakfast yesterday. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God for our diligent ladies. This morning we'll be in James chapter 5. Last week we we're in James chapter 5. We dealt with prayer, the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much as praying with emotion and expectation and exaltation. But this morning, we're in James chapter 5, and I want to talk about the rescue of the righteous. The rescue of the righteous. James chapter 5, verse 19 and 20, it reads as follows. Brethren, if any of you do err from the truth, and one convert him, let him know that he which converteth the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I've got a problem with the pronouns. My, 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 my. <sighs> Military strategists are always committed, careful, and comprehensive in their approach to covert operations. These operations are designed, deliberate, and difficult in nature. There are logical steps taken before 
an invasion of the enemy is planned. That is, these steps are called militarily rules of engagement. First, there must be a man by the strategist and intelligence report that is thorough on the enemy's capabilities, troop movements, hotspots, etc., etc. You don't fight without intelligence. Secondly, there must be a man, an entry and exit plan. How to get into the territory of the enemy and then how to get out. You don't plan to go in and not come out. Isn't that right? And then third, you have to calculate what kind of firepower you would need in order to complete the mission. And fourth, you have to, amen, come up with some idea of how many troops you need to go in. And when strategists in the military calculate all these things out, they are ready to invade. There's going to be fallout. There's going to be injuries. There's going to be deaths. Spiritually, we are told, amen, that in order for us to go into enemy territory, pull out prisoners of war, and amen, have them, amen, delivered from being captured, we need intelligence. We need calculations. We need prayer. We need to be diligent about Satan's deception. Let me, let, me, let me stop. Pause and park. One of the problems in the church with believers is that we tend to allow the world to create a measurement by which we live. Happiness and pleasure is overrated. The world tells you what happiness is and we keep chasing this soap bubble trying to be happy according to their measurements. When people in Hollywood can't be happy and yet we want to be happy based on their measurement. They create this measurement of pleasure, and here's the church who've been pulled out of hell. We keep measuring our state of pleasure against the backdrop of the world and feel cheated. Amen. That all this stuff is really overrated. What is happiness? <laughs> when Jesus said, 
in this life, you're going to have tribulations. But be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. My experience is that when I fix one thing, something else breaks out. When I get the car fixed, the roof leaks. When I finally get the roof fixed, something else happens. Isn't that right? So God wants us to put on the helmet of salvation, keep our eyes on him, and live as if we're in heaven while on earth. Do I have a witness? That, 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 that is, when you begin to look at this, this chapter, we, we, we deal with the deceptions of the devil. We deal with inward defiance. We, we deal with the ecclesia, the church, the koinonia, the fellowship, the family, amen, the fruit bearers, the facilitators of truth. And our job, when we come to church, when we meet together, and we ought to meet, forsake not the gathering of yourselves together, that we embrace our faith. Amen. That we employ our fight. We're fighting against flesh, not, not fighting against flesh and blood, but against principality, powers, and thrones. And then, amen, we just battle down and we exalt the finish work of Jesus Christ. And the reason it's called finish because there's nothing left to do but to believe. Can I get a witness? James, half-brother of Jesus Christ, is closing this great epistle, and he has already discussed, discussed a plethora, a multiplicity of problems in the churches, in this particular church, sinful speech, suffering in trials, disobedience, unconcern about others, worldliness, arrogance. But now he encourages every believer to take the initiative in bringing anyone back who has strayed from the truth. Amen. Back into the fellowship of the church and community that we must pray for the brother sister who wanders off Amen. Moving away from God, the equivalent of the Old Testament backslidden state. Can I get a witness? Which is a very dangerous position because when you go back or try to go back or return to the vomit of a dog, you invite God's chastening. Whom the Lord loves, he chastens and corrects every son and daughter, Hebrews chapter 12. And, and, and then the writer of the Hebrews even goes on to say, and, and this chastening seems to be grievous at first, but afterwards it will yield the perfect peaceable fruit. Well, what does all that theology mean? After God warms your butt up, you will learn to live right. Can I get a witness? Yeah, I thought I'd break that down in the Gordonism, but here, 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 here's the thing, that, that he's dealing with this matter of chastening, but he also, there's another danger, it's a sin unto death, 1 John 5, 16 and 17, that when you get to a certain point as a believer, God says, don't even pray for him. 
He's going to take them to heaven. He'll end their life on earth. That when we look at this problem, the origin of this problem is a wandering from the truth. The outcome of this problem, amen, is sin and death. Now, I am a Bible expositor by the grace of God. I don't do no hypothesis, don't do no guessing. We take this word, the word of God is the authority. It's the hermeneutic of God. It's the authority. Society is not the authority. Your opinion is not the authority. My opinion is not the authority. It's what thus saith the Lord. Can I get a witness? That when we begin to look at Scripture, we see that there are several uh, problems of ambiguity not being clear to the natural eye, and we got to dig, dig, dig in order to rightly divide. Are you praying with me? Either God is talking to the unbeliever that's going to hell and going to burn in fire for rejecting Jesus, or he's talking to a believer who has strayed from the truth. And what God is saying is we as a church, we're going to look at the context. We as a church, we have the responsibility not only to sing and salute, serve and submit, but go and get. We have a responsibility to retrieve the righteous. Now, as pastor of this church, I do not make a big deal of things when people choose to leave. And it's not pride. People say, well, the Lord's leading me somewhere. God bless you. We'll be praying for you. Or I'm moving, relocating, whatever. All I know is that everything that we've engineered by the grace of God into this ministry over the last 25 years is designed to help you grow, know, glow, and show. Do I have a witness? And then when you got all of those synonyms, go. Can I get a witness? We have a prison ministry every Sunday night. Amen. We have outreach. Amen. That goes out demographically to witness the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have discipleship, which is managed in a great way to help new people develop in the word. We have a simulation where we went back to get the older members who have been here to take them through a discipleship so they too could be educated. Can I get a witness? We, yeah, we have apps. We have app classes that are practical applications for your everyday life. We have core, which what most people call Bible study on Wednesdays is the continuing order of religious education where pastor teaches Amen. Breaking down the word of God. So midweek you have a sustaining faith. Can I get a witness? We have a woman's breakfast. We have a men's breakfast. We have a woman's retreat. We have a men's retreat. We have a youth retreat. We have a marriage retreat. We have loaded the table so you can grow. Can I get, if, if you're not growing, it's because you don't want to grow. Do I have a witness? Yeah, we, 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 uh, we, we even have 
food by professional chefs being cooked. No, we don't sell dinners. We, we, we are tithing church. That's for convenience purposes. So you can leave church, go, amen, get your food. Today we have meatloaf, stuffed pork chops, fried chicken, greens. You Go get your meal, go home, watch your football game. On Wednesday, come here, you can eat good, and then sit in court. Can I get a witness? So we're doing everything to help you facilitate in the faith. Hallelujah. And, 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 and child of God, there are going to be people inevitably that are looking for a perfect church. There are none. There are no perfect pastors. There's no perfect church. There's no perfect congregation. If you find one, don't join it. You'll mess it up. Can I get a witness? But here's the thing that we encourage. What we encourage is to follow the doctrines of the Bible and understand what God is saying through Scripture and make them applicable to our lives. So I can learn how to give, forgive, amen. I can learn how to love. I can learn how to become more Christ-like. Do I have a witness? That, 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 that as we look at James, and I told you there's some ambiguity at first glance, and it seems like there's a problem with the pronouns. Him. And I think as we look at this scripture, and I love this, the purpose of God's retrieval is that there is error. They are wandering from the truth. Now, when truth is personified, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. See, the Pharisees argued with Jesus in John chapter 8. They said, you know what? Uh, uh, our father is Abraham. And Jesus told them, if Abraham was your father, you would love me. He said, well, why do you say that? Because before Abraham was, I am. And Abraham was glad to see my day. Are you getting this? I don't mean to attack other faiths and other beliefs, but child of God, I'm tired of these preachers who will not proclaim truth. Jesus is not only the Son of God, unique Son of God, only begotten Son of God. Jesus is God the Son. What's going to send you to hell is not that you never heard of Jesus. I ain't sending you to hell. Not that Jesus was a good teacher. I ain't sending you to hell. Well, the thing that's going to send you to hell is that you don't believe that Jesus is God. The Son. Can I get a witness? Yeah, let me look at the clock. Keep on preaching. I don't care what group you're in. Fraternity, sorority, whatever group you're in, that's fine. But you can't worship anything but Jesus. Do I have a witness? Yeah, you can be in any social club you want to be, but you got to worship 
Jesus. Can I get a witness? By the way, the fraternity he belongs to is Alpha and Omega. The beginning and the ending. He started it and he's going to finish it. Can I get a witness? He always was. He's the was and the sub was. He was before was, was, and amen. He going to be was before was is gone. He's God all by himself. Can I get a witness? He's my tow truck. He's my, yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus is the Christ. Look at the problematic ambiguity here. As we look at the purpose of God's retrieval era, that this danger, and, and we got to differentiate, first of all, he's not talking about the same group of people that John the Apostle talked about in 1 John 2.19. They went out from us because they were never of us. That's a whole different group of people. Those were unbelievers who was in the church professing to be saved, but they weren't saved. That's not the group that James is talking about. Do I have a witness? He's talking about believers. Brethren. Stop. The word brethren means brothers and sisters in Christ. He's talking to those who are obviously saved. Now, now, now he says, brethren, if any of you stop. So we know the context. He's talking to believers. Brothers and sisters in Christ, if any of you, if any of you, if any of you, if any of you do err. The word err in the Greek is plano, P-L-A-N-O, where we get our word planet. If any of you start living like you from another planet, If you wander from the truth, my God, mm. let's, let's, let's just look at the ambiguity of these pronouns. Look at the hey, brethren, if any of you do, ah, if you wander off, and we know that sheep are good for wandering. Sheep stray. Are you praying with me? Je- 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 Jesus was preaching and gave us the, a parable, a threefold parable in Luke 15. Three things were lost. There was a lost sheep. And Jesus said, the good shepherd leaves the 99 and goes searching for the lost sheep. You and I were lost and Jesus came searching for us. Isn't that right? The second thing was lost. There was a lost coin. The, the parable says they swept the room to find the coin. Don't, don't, don't rush, don't rush. What, what does this imply? Sometimes, you know, when you sweep, you got to push a lot of dirt out the way before you can find what was lost. I'm, pre- I'm preaching already. In your life and mine, God says, you know what? Uh, you know what? In order to find you, I had to sweep a lot of dirt out the way to get to where you were before I could save you. 
Do I have a witness up in the face? That, that was the second thing that was lost. And the third thing was lost was a lost son. Follow the S's. He had to search for the sheep. He had to sweep for the coin. He had to wait before the son came to a census. You ain't getting this. Meaning that we are salt and light of the earth. What sitting under the word does when it's taught properly is that it blocks, bother, and bans you from living in sin. I'll come back to that one. Can I get a witness? Mm. That as we look at this text, what we see here are some reasonings inferred as to why Christians create space. They wander because a whole lot of them have a fractured faith. Your faith is not whole. Your faith, you, really, you're living on feelings and not faith. I would have been doomed long time ago if everything in my life was predicated on my feelings. I didn't feel good about ministry didn't feel good at one time about marriage didn't feel good in my mind didn't didn't feel good about you you didn't feel good about me and I don't think any of us would have been singing Aretha Franklin you make me feel like a natural we we, we our feelings got in knots how many of y'all struggle with your feelings feelings struggle 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 I feel like dying I feel like crying. I feel like giving up. How many of y'all have said that to yourself? Come on now, don't, don't lie up in God's house. Not only fractured feelings, but friction in the fellowship. Somebody in the congregation, you done had some words with, now you want to leave. I used to sing on the choir, but they get on my nerves. You know, you know, you know, church folk can tick you off. You, you know they can tick you off now. See, differences in the world, you just laid them out, cussed them out. Now, you can't do that in here, so you got you to you you retain this little. <laughs> Boy, if thoughts could speak. <laughs> or, 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 or a false concept of doctrine. Your favorite bishop, your favorite evangelist, your favorite pastor done lied to you, told you to name it and claim it. You've been naming and claiming for a year, ain't nothing come. You claim healing, you're still sick. 
Still got to pick up the medicine every day. Isn't that right? You put hands on your eyes and say, be healed. And you still can't read the chart. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Somebody, somebody lied. They, they told you you're going to be prosperous, but you're broke. Can I get a witness? So you get, you get fed up with the false doctrine and then you're ready to go out the door. I'm preaching to somebody up in here. Yeah. Your pastor telling you how holy to live and you see him on the 6 o'clock news with handcuffs getting put in jail. Can I get a witness? Somebody. Yeah. Or down at the casino with a toupee and Johnny Walker wig or something like that. You know, you, you understand what I'm trying to say that. Fact, fact, fact of the matter is, is that the righteous can and will stray. Now, now, now let's, let's, let's deal with the text. Forget your opinion, my opinion. That means there are people in your family that are saved but you would know it. They've strayed. I'm not talking about baptism. Let's get this straight too. Some of the old timers say, I was baptized at six years old. Well, ain't nothing in the water. You go down to the wet center, you come up to the dry center. You got to be born again. Can I get a witness? Huh? Yeah, yeah. The fact of the matter is, is that uh, the righteous stray. People don't even come to church saved. Yeah. There are people who you will never see down here in the context of a worship service, but you will see in heaven. I, I, I told you, preaching is to get you out of the world, but teaching is to get the world out of you. See, after you come up down and get saved, that's only the beginning. Now, the Holy Spirit has got to take all that hell, all that history, all that harm, all that hurt, and he's got to transform that stuff out of you. Can I get a witness? Look, 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 look at this, child of God. Look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. He says, the purpose, brethren, if any of you do, ah, you want another planet, you're wandering from the truth. Now, stop. Who wandered and had to be retrieved lot? You go back to Genesis 19. Listen to this now. I'm going to include Genesis 18, Genesis 14. Lot got captured. Abraham took his boys once and got him. He was his nephew, his brother's son. And Lot's herdsmen and Abraham's herdsmen, because Abraham had a lot of money and livestock that he got out of Egypt where he wasn't supposed to go. Yeah. And they, they, they were contentious, his herdsmen and Abraham's herdsmen, one to another. So Abraham called Lot and said, Lot, listen, this is not getting it. We are brethren. This land is vast. Wherever you choose, I'll go the opposite way. And the Bible says, and Lot here it is. Lifted up his eyes. Lust of the flesh. Lust of the eyes. Pride of life. 
and chose a well-watered piece of land called Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, now hang in there with me, hang in there with me. He, 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 his choice and decision-making was predicated on what he saw. And it's just like us. We choose the wrong thing for the wrong reasons. Can I get a witness? There's no need of you having somebody at home that's fine and they're going to send you through perpetual hell. That's two minutes of saying amen. I got two ministers up here saying amen. And they the oldest ones up here. I guess that's why they saying amen. But 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 check it but check it out. <laughs> one on my right hand and one on my left hand. Hey, check 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 it out. <laughs> so Lot chose the plain of Sodom and Gomorrah, and because of their and I know I'm not supposed to be preaching this now horrific sin of Sodom and Gomorrah. Decadence. The whole city was given over to homosexuality. We ought to love the sinner and hate the sin. Lot never participated in homosexuality. But the Bible says, but his soul was vexed. It's in Genesis 19 because of what he saw daily. Men with men, women with women. Now you got you got you got homosexuals in the pulpit. Mm -hmm. So they suppress this information and they change it. It's gonna get tight up in here. And I really don't give a kitty who likes it and who don't like it. I really don't care. Amen. And, the, and, and the, Bible, the Bible says that God, under the trees of Mamre, Genesis 18, was negotiating with Abraham for souls. Started with 50, got all the way down to 10, and, and he said, if I find 10 righteous, I'll spare the city. Didn't God say that? Now, now, stop pausing part because what that means, as long as the saved, the righteous, is in the place, God can't destroy it. As long, as long as we are here, no nuclear holocaust can happen. As long as we are here, hell's fire can't get to us. As, as long as we are here, Satan can't deal with us. I wish I had a witness up in this place. Because of the saved. God will never let Satan take over. The Holy Ghost is restraining evil. Can I get a witness? When you came to church this morning and you were driving your car, evil tried to take you out, but God, the Holy Spirit is restraining evil. On your job, evil is trying to snuff you out, but God is restraining evil. Can I get a witness? But when the rapture takes place, the restrainer moves out the way. Are you getting me? 
Check it, check it out, check it out, check it out, check it out. It was so much wickedness in Sodom and Gomorrah that the, these men and women actually had tried to have sex with angels and were blinded. And, and, and then the angels told them, uh, get out. Now, now, now I, I don't have time to preach Genesis 19, but Lot asked the angels, would you come into my house? They said, we don't want to come in your house. You out of fellowship. Get your stuff, let's go. Quickly. It's right there. And the Bible says that his own daughters got him drunk and had sex with him, incest. It's in the Bible. And, those, and the babies that came out of their womb was the Amalekites and the Ammonites who persecuted Israel for years. See, your sin will find you out. Your sin ain't nothing but a boomerang. It's coming back. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, it's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. It's coming back. When you choose to do your own thing at God's expense, it's coming back. And as they're running out of the city, of course, the wife turns around. She was told not to turn around. She turned to a pillow of salt. Let me tell you why she turned around. Because her heart. I left my heart in Sodom. Not San Francisco, in Sodom. She turned to a pillow of salt. God has always had a retrieval of his people. Amen. 2 Corinthians 5, 20, I love it, 19 and 20. God was in Christ, look at this, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses, and has given unto us the ministry of reconciliation. Did you get that? We, we have a ministry to reconcile people back to God. Mm. The purpose is in verse 19. A, if any of you do err from the truth. All right. Now the power of God's retrieval is 19b. But listen to this. It's not error, it's Aaron. We're on an Aaron. Look what it says in 19b. And one convert him. My God, this is deep. Now this is me. My next question of ambiguity, do those who are saved need to be converted? And the answer is yes. Two different realms of conversion. The unsaved who are going to hell, who have rejected Jesus, who are not saved, they need to be converted by grace through faith that Jesus died for their sins. But the saved needs to be converted from the sin nature. Why do you think Jesus told Peter, and Peter, when you are converted, feed my sheep. Peter, when you get out of the flesh, Peter, when you stop being so impetuous and impulsive and messed up and prideful, then feed my sheep. You, you need a conversion experience through the Holy Spirit. Mm-mm. 
I was sharing this morning. I got saved in the 70s. And um, I don't remember the exact time. I know 74, I got out of the military. And I was running the street for two or three years. I got saved. I started Bible college in 79. But we would stand, there's about 15 of us, in front of the gallery on 8th and Market and give out 800 tracks a week. I have the gift of pastor teacher, I have the gift of administration, and I have the gift of evangelism. I would be out in the street challenging, confronting people about their salvation, giving 800 tracks out, a whole bunch of us, up, up and down Market Street, Chestnut Street, just witnessing, witnessing, witnessing. And one day I said to the class, because we had a Bible class, I said, listen, let's go to the next step. Let's get prayed up. And on Friday night, let's walk up into the club on 13th and Locust. Zacharias. Now this morning I said, Zacharias, and this guy raised his hand. He, he had been in there, but I guess it didn't hit him. He was sitting next to his wife, so he did like that, didn't do like this. <laughs> and in Zacharias in the 70s was everything. Gangsters, homosexuals, lesbians, few straight folk, <laughs> everything was in there. We walked in there with tracks on a Friday night, about 1130. I, this is the honest truth. We walked in there and we was challenging people at the bar. Jesus. Jesus. One brother said, I got to go. I can't do this, man. Because, I, you know. Everything was in there. Satan started, and, and I could see that we were face-to-face -face with spiritual warfare. In fact, now that I'm preaching about this, some of y'all was in there. Now, I, you know, I told him this morning, I, I don't want to do that because I learned a lesson from that. You got you to gotta really be prayed up and have the right people with you. I, I wouldn't want to get in them clubs, amen, and, and Reverend Green start, you know. <laughs> you know I, 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 don't, I don't need that, you know what I mean? You know. Well, Reverend Jackson said, can you take your wig off? Let me see what you really look like, please. I, you know, I, don't, know. I, I, I don't need that, Doc. But, but, but understand something. I was committed that now that I'm saved, I'm going all the way with Jesus. Can I get a witness? And tell, and tell the God, if you're going to go, get people, and, and I'm glad of the ministries we've established here, we got congregational care, 12,000 people broken up in the cells according to Exodus 18, we got pastors over them, we have, we have ministers, we have outreach people, they do their due diligence, we, they do their job, but child of God, listen to me, you know, I'm, I'm still not satisfied because we got to get up off the prosterior part of our anatomy and go get them. We just can't call them. Where you been? Forget all that. Hang the phone up. Get in your car. Come up to the house. 
Gary Tunstall, how are you? I'm such and such. We miss you. Da 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 da. I noticed, Gary, you dressed a little different. Take the dress off and come with us. And you know, and and and, and, and so we 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 just need. He's in, look. He's in charge of my outreach too. We we just need to initiate a retrieving ministry. There are people that are hurt. There are people that are wounded. There are people that can't come back. There are people whose faith are fractured. And we're sitting up here just doing this every Sunday. It's not the will of God. He wants us to mobilize. He wants us to evangelize. He wants us to go get somebody that has wandered away from the truth. Because the truth will set you free. It'll set you free. I said it'll set you free. You need persistent prayer. You need personal persuasion. You need prioritizing of their poverty. You need a proclamation of the Holy Spirit in their lives. Look at this. My God. Look at the power. And one, convert him. You send somebody back to the faith. Back to Jesus. You go get somebody. People say, well, I'm praying for him. That is about the most trifling. I'm praying that my family be saved. Go get them. Confront them. Love them. Pray for them. Can I get a witness? Stop, stop this standoff ministry because you really don't want to get too involved. And I can tell you something else. Some of your loved ones going to hell because you won't move. Oh, yeah, I believe in election. I believe that God determines who's going to be saved, but that's no excuse. Can I get a witness? You got to wait for a funeral to talk to somebody. You got to wait. Come again. Oh, man, this thing is deep. You need to just start your little list of starting your Jerusalem. Well, I'm going to start with my family. There's 10 people I know that's not saved. And I'm not calling them up saying, let me pray, which I'm going to get in my car, go over to their house and sit down with the Word of God. Are y'all praying with me? There, there is a retrieval of the righteous. And while we having our breakfasts and while we having our great retreats, our mighty men, mighty women, why, why are we doing all the stuff we doing? Ain't nobody retrieving. We just rejoicing. Rejoicing without retrieving, yeah, is pseudo. You got to have a willingness to meet people where they are. You can't wait for them to come to church. You got to go get them and bring them to church. Do I have a witness? And here's the tragedy. One of your loved ones die, and I ask you this question, were they saved? And here you go, well, I don't know. You should know. Amen. Now, if you've witnessed to them, if you've discussed salvation and they refuse it, that's not on you. Do I have a witness? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
In Exodus 3, God sent Moses from the summit of Sinai. He said, I've heard the affliction of my people. I've seen their crying. You go retrieve them. On Passover, Exodus 12, leave with bitter herbs, run out. Can I get, I'm going to open up a Red Sea. Isn't that right? That, that all through the Bible, there's this matter of God retrieving the righteous. Why, why do you think? Why do you think? Why do you think? Listen. People, well, you, you don't know. Well, why does pastor just... Listen. When we bought those six buses, which are paid for, get a Lord a hand clap. I sat down at that time with the cluster of elders that I had and said, listen, these buses will not be used just for recreation. Come on, Pastor. We're not buying buses for that. That's not visionary. It takes us to the retreat sometimes. <laughs> takes us to picnics, skating rings, whole lot of fun. The purpose of them buses is to go out Gather people who do not have means to get to church. Bring them back here. Sit them under the word. Hope they get saved. Feed them a meal. Give them literature. And we have fulfilled the Great Commission. Yes, sir. Are y'all hearing this? And God is glorified. Now, no, no, stop, stop, pause apart. See, because my Bible says if you seek ye first, the kingdom values, everything else you need will fall into place. Oh, Lord, I'm messing up. That when we look at this matter of door-to-door demographic witnessing, outreach, prison ministry, you guys going to the prison tonight? They go to prison every Sunday night. What do you do in prison, brother? Share the word of God. Who else is in the prison ministry? I know Tunsil goes out. Who else is in the prison ministry? Stand up, brother. Stand up in the back. Look, we got prison ministry people. Every Sunday, they are in prisons witnessing the word of God. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. Why you in the malls? Why you belching your dinner? While you preparing for work tomorrow, we got ministries functioning. Hmm. My God. Now listen to this. Here's the purpose. If any of you do err from the truth. Let me stop. And I, I didn't deal with this morning. How do I know when I'm erring from the truth? Truth not only sets you free, truth settles you. You're not hustling and bustling and you're not all over the place. You're not worried about your wounds. You're not concerned. When you get truth, the Holy Spirit sends power. Can I get a witness? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and then he moves from the purpose to amen. Of course, 
the power, if any of you do err from the truth, and one, convert him. Now, here's the prize as we close. Let him know. Now, we got a problem with the pronoun. Let who know? Him. Who's the him? Now, uh, you guys know the eight parts of speech. Noun, pronoun, verb, adverb, adjective, preposition, conjunction, interjection. You know, I mean, you know. The pronoun reinforces the noun. Person, place, thing, all right? The verb is an action word. Adjective describes. Adverb shows what manner. Conjunction is a stoppage or a pause. Am I right? Pay a close attention to the to parts of speech and the tenses of the verb. He says, let him know. Now, let's go back up to verse 19 so we can get clarity of this ambiguity. He says, and one, and one convert him. Here's why the ambiguity is here, because the last him is the one being converted. However, in verse 20, let him know, the one doing the converting, that he which, here's another pronoun, what a problem, converteth the sinner from the error of his way. Uh-oh. Hmm. Shall, here it is, save a soul from physical, emotional, and psychological death. He's not talking about eternity in hell because he's not talking about the sinner. Unbeliever. Are y'all getting this? Man, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to break this thing down. He's not talking about somebody going to hell. He's talking about a brother who has erred out of the fellowship, from the church, from the faith, and those who go retrieve, go get, amen, renew, if a brother be overtaken in a fault, Galatians 6.1, you that are spiritual, restore yes, Are you getting this? All right. Well, well, let's look at the word fault. Let's say I struggle with pornography. I struggle with uh, whatever. Sexual activity, I struggle with imaginative mind games, I struggle with lying, I struggle with stealing. If any brother be overtaken, oh, the word overtaken denotes by surprise. Satan jumped you by surprise. And you're overtaken in a fault. We are not to crucify one another. Oh, Lord. Those that are spiritual, restore them. Encourage them. Help them recover from the snare trap of the devil. Are y'all getting this? You will save that soul from death and shall hide a multitude. The inference is, if nobody goes to get their brother or sister, retrieving them, bringing them back, restoring them, helping them, reconciling them, sins just keep multiplying. They're in danger of chastening. 
they're in danger of not only chastening, but dying. If I drink a fifth of liquor every day, every other day, my liver's gone. You can say what you want to say. You keep taking drugs, 30 years can pass, it'll come back on you. It sure will. Amen. You keep laying up thinking you got protection, AIDS will set in. See, saints, I, I know if I decide to go back in the world and live the way I used to live, I'm going to catch AIDS. Not because I didn't use protection, but because God is going to allow it. Because where much has been given, much is required. Somebody need to preach this stuff. You can't just live any kind of way you want to live after you get saved. You just can't stay in sin, returning to the vomit of a pig and a dog. You, you, my, my Bible says, and I'm sick of these people uh, trying to persuade you that I can stay in my sin and still go to heaven. Something's wrong with that theology. My Bible says, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, my Bible says, he says, and uh, 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 the, the, listen, no fornicators, adulterators, infeminate, homosexual, and, and shall inherit the kingdom of God, and such were some of you. But you have been washed. When you get washed in the blood, God changes your mind. When you get washed in the blood, he changes your life. When you get washed in the blood, he changes your walk. When you get washed in the blood, he changes your wisdom. I'm changed because of the blood of the Lamb. Can I get a witness? Daniel 12, 3 says, those who are wise... Amen shall shine like the brightness of heaven and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, now, now let me, let me, let me, as we close, Ezekiel 321, don't, don't turn. The Lord told Ezekiel, he promised Ezekiel that he would save his life if he was faithful in warning Israel. Paul told Timothy that he would save both himself and his hearers. If he heeded to the word. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when you begin to bring back somebody from their errors of their ways, God said a multitude of sins will be covered. Can I get a witness? James is saying when you retrieve them, you're saving a soul. Yeah, from death. When you retrieve them you're giving a righteousness that will cover a multitude of their sins when you retrieve them you're giving a rest amen that will help to change their mind when you when you retrieve them they'll return to the lord amen and they'll be clothed in their right mind can i get a witness too many church folk want to say i went to church we had a good time 
but you're not trying to retrieve anybody. You, you're not trying to go get anybody. You're not, you're not trying to invite anybody. You're, yeah, you're not trying to invest in somebody else. Um, you're just happy with your little family and all your prayers is for your little family. But child of God, let me tell you something, huh? Just like you can't reach your family, somebody outside your family can reach your family. Can I get a witness? Somebody else who's retrieving souls can save, get somebody saved. Somebody else who's retrieving souls from their error can bring them back from the Satan's deceptions. Do I have a witness? Your mind got to be made up. Your, your heart got to be fixed. You, you've got to be steadfast and unmovable and always abounding in the work of the Lord because your labor is not in vain. Can I get a witness? I was born twice, but I'm only going to die once. Can I get a witness? I'm born again, blood washed, blood bought. Can I get a witness? On my way to glory, but I'm going to get somebody. I'm going to retrieve somebody. I'm going to get some young girl, 15, that keeps laying up with nobodies. And I'm going to tell her about Jesus the Christ. Can I get a witness? I'm going to get somebody strung out on drugs, somebody strung out on alcohol, somebody that was brought up in the church, gave their life to Christ, but they erred from the truth. I'm going to go get them and bring them back into the fold. Can I get a witness? I'm in the name of Jesus. And Well, why you want to do that, preacher? Because somebody pray for me, had me, for me and I'm so glad they prayed I'm so glad they prayed 2,000 years ago when the word became flesh and tabernacled among us can I get a witness Jesus was born he was on a retrieval mission can I get a witness he came and got me. He saved me. He helped me. He pulled me in. Can I get a witness? They led him away to Calvary. They hung him up. And they stretched him out. They nailed him to the cross. They spit in his face. They mocked him. They laughed. Can I get a witness? On a good Friday. Can I get a witness? But he died. He died. He died. Till the sun stopped shining. He died. Till the earth started reeling and rocking. He died. To a Roman centurion said, Surely this was the Son of God. But I justification say yeah and because he lives I live say yeah thank you for coming to get me 
rescuing me. Thank you for retrieving me. He's worthy, worthy, worthy to be praised. Stand on your feet. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. Bought us out of trouble. Bought us out of drugs. Bought us out of honky-tonks. Bought us out of cabarets. Bought us out of fornication. Bought us out of witchcraft. Bought us out of black magic. Bought us out of necromancy. He bought us from a mighty, mighty, mighty long way. Any good, any good, any good. Oh, taste, 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 and see that the Lord is good. Yeah, come on. Church, say amen. As every head is bowed, we eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus, Son of God, God the Son, died for your sins, was buried and rose again. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. He said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Raise your hand this morning if you want to give your life to Christ. Or perhaps you want to join the Church of Christian Experience. Raise your hand. Is there one? I see your hands. Come on up. Come on. Come unto me. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus just now. Thank you. Thank you, baby. Come to Jesus, my baby. Come on. Thank you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Is there another? Step out right now in the name that is above every name. Yes, you need to be saved. Can you move down, Flip? Yes, God is in a retrieving business. Just think if God had not retrieved you, where would you be this morning? You'd be in hell. Is there another? Step out. In the name of Jesus the Christ. He loves you. He died for you. He rose with all power in his hands. The saved life is not an easy life. It's a life of commitment. It's a life of growth. It's a life of pain. But the prosperity that Jesus gives you cannot be fathomed. Two things he said in Matthew 11. Come unto me, all ye that are laboring with sin, and I'll give you, listen to this, salvation rests. Take my yoke and learn of me, and then I'll give you sanctification rests. Two, two different rests. Two different rests. Some of you have salvation rests, but you don't have sanctification rests. You need the sanctification rests to enjoy the saved life. Can I get a witness? 
It's when he tells you to take his yoke and learn of him. Is there another? We love you. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Follow Brother Arnold. Thank you. Thank you. Praise him. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, after all of that, who are you going to retrieve? Let's look to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for the word that cannot come back void. Thank you for the souls. Thank you for our great choir, our fellowship. Now, God, enable us to go retrieve someone who has erred from the truth and bring them back. And we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. See you Wednesday at court. We love you. Have a great day.